Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. We were going through old conference footage and found this clip about fear and how it can be like a trip wire. While listening, look at your business and see if you're letting fear slow you down. And remember if you have any questions for Mike, you can email us at hello at coachblueprint.com. Like a swimmer, you have to learn to stay afloat. When somebody is drowning out there, and you want to go out there and save them, what's likely to happen to you in the process? They could possibly drown me. They could possibly drown you. Why? Because they're going to cling to anything that they can to get their head above water. They're going to cling to anything to keep their head above water. And if that means that they grab onto you and lock onto you and take you down like a rock with them, you just died as well. And that's why you've got to be around other successful people. So the bottom line is you've got to make sure that you're taking care of that piece. Okay? So like a swimmer in your lifeguard lessons, you've got to learn when to help people, but you've got to learn how to help them. And there are people out there that you just cannot help sometimes. You know, I was telling one of the groups last night, I'm getting ready to probably write another article. And I wrote this article years ago called The Tale of Two Inspectors. So there's this guy. He's out of Florida. And he said, Mike, I got your stuff. And and, um, and I'm struggling with it. Turns out, by the way, he's not using the Big Bang Market. He's not walking in and out of offices every single week, okay? Uh, but he read it. He read it, but he's not doing it, okay? And, um, and, and, and even worse, he paid $24,000 to join a franchise. And they sent him off to get two weeks of great training of how to be a home inspector. Six months, you know how many inspections he's done? None. And his wife, by the way, is a little pissed. Can you blame her? But the problem is now he found us, right? And he, and he wants to come and he wants to, and he's, he's listening to me on the teleclass. He's going, Mike, I get it. You're, you're real. I, I hear the stories. I, 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 I want it. I, I just can't afford, I just can't afford to be there. Now, every now and then, my office staff finds a stepchild that just, they just feel so sorry for that we, we, do, we go above and beyond. And I was touched by this guy's story. Literally after one of the teleclasses, I, I, I emailed him back. And then his phone number was there. I picked up the phone and called him. And I, I had an almost half-hour chat. Susan's watching me walk around the house at like 10 o'clock at night having a chat with this guy. It's 11 o'clock in Florida. And he's telling me why it won't work, why this, why that, and, and all the bad experiences he has. I said, here's what I want to do for you. I want to pay for you and your wife to fly out here and be with us for three days. Well, my wife won't come. She's tired of this whole mess. 
Jesus doesn't trust anybody anymore. In fact, you kind of look like one of those slick gurus that just sell <laughs> Okay, so let me do this. I get it that your wife's not supporting you right now. And by the way, trust is earned with one word, results. And I said, so here's, let's do this. I said, we'll fly you out. And we'll pay for your hotel room. And you come and join us. And we bought his airline ticket. And we had his room reserved. And I got two more emails in the meantime going, my wife doesn't think this is a good idea. You know, and, 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 and I can't blame her. And, and you know, you can't really blame her either. And finally, I got pissed. I was sitting on a plane. Susan saw me. I was sitting on a plane coming back from Hawaii where I was studying a conference over there. And I finally said, man up and quit whining. And I said, I stopped reading your last email where it says, my wife was probably right because you actually charge a monthly fee for your services. Well, duh, <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> we got 12 people in the office putting stuff together for you every single day, you, you know, and a whole library stuff and everything else. Well, you know, blah, that just seems like unfair. No wonder he doesn't have any work. You know, and, and so anyway, and, and so I, but I called him after that point. I said, you know what? I perfectly understand. I perfectly get it. But you know, here's what I'm willing to do. We'll pay for the whole thing. Just come and sit here. And two days before the event, sure enough, and I, and by the way, we already bought the flight. Two days before the event, sure enough, I got the email going, well, Mike, you probably knew this was coming. But my wife said, it's either her or you. And I'm on my third marriage. Sounds like you should have said divorce. Yes. <laughs> look, I, look, guys, I'm not telling anybody to go home and tell their wives to get rid of them. But what I am telling you, our society has taught us not to man up. You got to be careful. Is the economy a fear? Of course the economy is a fear. All right? It's always going to create a problem for you. So plan for it. Okay? The economy goes south, right? Plan for less homes being sold. 80s. In the 80s, man, we had a disaster in the 80s, all right? People complained about 2008, 2010. They have no idea what that was like. The 80s just blew us out of the water. 50% of the homes on the block I lived on were foreclosures. 50%, okay? You remember they used to bundle up properties, right? And just auction them off for pennies on the dollar because they would put them in the hands of who? Somebody that knew how to manage and how to take care of business, all right? So it's very important. You've got that whole thing working for you there as well. What happens if the economy goes north? You know, this is one of the strangest things. Mike, nobody's using inspectors in our area because business is so good, homes are selling so fast, they're taking inspections out of the process. Okay, you think that hasn't happened in the Dallas-Fort Worth area from time to time? Of course it has. It, but every year our business grows, okay? And so you have to be able to do that. Here's what I want you to know. Fear is a tripwire. You are going to trip over that wire at some point. And you have to figure out, it, it, and here's what I'm going to tell you. If you could see that fear before you get to the tripwire, you're so much better off. Does that make sense? How many times in the movies have we seen somebody walk along and go, click, oops. That's a tripwire. What would have happened if you could have said, hey, wait a second, don't step there. You see the difference? Because when it's click, now I'm talking to the guy on the phone buying him tickets, buying all this thing, because he's already hit the, he's standing on the detonator, he's getting ready to go kaboom, okay? And I'm trying to pull him off and save his life, okay? Save his family. But unfortunately, you know, fear's a tripwire. Do you know, 80% of all inspectors we talk to need more business. 
80% plus all need more business, which is why we focused on marketing when we first started. But the cool thing is that now what happens is we're helping those inspectors actually make more money per inspection because they're already maxing out. They're already doing like 400 plus inspections a year. That's great. How much are you averaging per inspection? Oh, about $300. What if we could make that 400? Would that be of interest to you? Well, let's see, 400 inspections times $100 more. Is that $40,000? I think that works, okay? So how much if you could make more per inspection? Here's the bottom line is you've gotta have systems. You've gotta have systems. There should be a system that as you're walking towards something, you go, I shouldn't really walk over there. Let me walk over here. There should be a system for that. And it should be automatic, almost like a path. And so we try to teach you that there's a first gear, a second gear, and a third gear. Jonathan talked on this, I think two or three years ago, where he literally went through first gear, second gear, and third gear. And here's the thing is, most people think, oh, I built my business, I'm all good. But for one through three inspectors is different than four to six inspectors. Four to six inspectors is different than seven to 12 up to 15 inspectors. And then there's actually even a level above that. And so you've got to make sure that you understand you have to shift gears. If you don't shift gears, how many of you have driven a standard? Show of hands. I taught all my kids except Elizabeth how to drive a standard. And one of them asked me at one point, at what speed do I change from first gear to second gear? Well, I never thought about it, okay? By the way, my dad taught me how to drive a standard. Don't want to hear about that story, okay? <laughs> it was rough, okay? Uh, so, uh, but anyway, so it, it, I told him it's 10 miles an hour, you go from first gear to second gear. At 20 miles an hour, you go from second gear to third gear. And by the way, it was only like, it, that was a, like a five gear thing. So fourth gear, fifth gear, get them all the way up there. Uh, and, and then that worked out well. They could look at it, they could see it. Oh, here's where I shift gears. Who's telling you how to shift gears in your business? Nobody. And if you're not shifting gears, what happens if you try to go 30, 40, 50 miles an hour in first gear? Man, it ain't gonna hold, is it? That baby's gonna blow, <laughs> okay? All right, so once you have those things, once you have all of that kind of in place, then we wanna help you focus on growth, growth of your business, profitable growth of your business. Where is uh, Blaze? When I went and met Blaze, by the way, he said, why can't I just do everything in first gear? And I explained it to him, he went, okay, I kinda get that. Uh, and, and one of the things he asked me while I was visiting him, because he was a finalist as well, and he won the trip for me to come visit him, and he said, well, how much profit should I make off this? And I told him, he said, 10% should be minimum, 20% should be good if you're doing things right, and if you're milking the company, which is important, because you hear somebody say 30%, you need to know they're milking the company, and they're not putting money back into it the way they should, 30%. Here's the bottom line, you've got to overcome fears. You need a point man. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.